This podcast is now streaming on the Accounting Influencers main show. Subscribe to the Accounting Influences podcast to listen to more content just like this. You can also watch this episode on YouTube. Please like and subscribe to learn even more from the very best experts, thought leaders and influencers in the accounting and fintech world. Accounting Influencers Broadcast Network presents UK Matters in Accounting with Rob Brown and Martin Bissett. Sponsored by Accountex. Yes, this is UK Matters in Accounting. On behalf of the Accounting Influencers Broadcast Network, I'm Rob Brown teeing you up with another in a series of live interviews we did from Accountex took place in London just before the summer. We did around 50 interviews as the official broadcast partner of Accountex. And all of these interviews are available on YouTube. You can go to our YouTube channel, Accounting Influencers, and find all of these that were done live and in full and glorious color. And coming up on today's show, we have Dan Richards, Commercial Director at My Firm's app. We have Nick Byrne, Market Development Director at LexisNexis and Tollis. And we have Joelle Jacquemart, International Business Developer, Jest Online. And then Lee Stallard, Head of Accounting Partnerships at Citago. Enjoy the interviews, enjoy the live buzz, and enjoy them on YouTube as well. Accountex is day one, and I'm here with Dan Richards from My Firm's app. Dan, how's it going? Yeah, great, actually. Really good. It's two, well, two and a bit years since they opened the doors, and there's the best part of eight, 9,000 people here, it's which crazy. is just nuts. And you've been with Accountex from the very beginning, haven't you? Yeah. You've had a stand here, so you've seen it evolve over the years. Yeah, so 2012 over at Olympia, we were involved with that very first one, helping to get off the ground, wow. and then we've been on the journey ever since. And so yeah, a, a small sense, small part we have played of pride in seeing this and what Caroline and the team have done is, is significant and people seem happy, which is great. Walking around, people are happy. There is a smile on people's faces. Part of that must be getting back to face-to-face after the pandemic and all those years of Zoom and Teams and all of that. It's either that or it's the free socks. Uh, the free socks. The free socks. The free socks, <laughs> the, free socks <laughs> yeah. the swag. Free socks, the swag. Yes. Yeah, no, I think it is. People are happy to be out there. They're talking to... Um, they're talking to their suppliers and what they need. The suppliers are talking to their clients, which is what they need to be doing as well. People are making some other choices. And each of the theatres that have been around, I mean, we must have had, best part, a couple hundred people at our session earlier this afternoon, which is amazing. I thought it'd be empty. So. There is certainly a lot of engagement for the, the theatres, the seminars, the speakers, the professional development. Yeah. Uh, tell us a little bit about your sessions. So uh, we've got a bit of a theme this year. Okay. So uh, today, good to have a theme. Good to have a theme. Yeah. Try and stay on well, point. Just before you say that, uh, my firm's app for people watching that don't know what my firm's app. Could just explain that. Uh, we build an app for accounting firms that they can give to their client. So it puts that accounting firm at the heart of the digital relationship with their client, and they can communicate through it in a way that they haven't been able to do before. They can put great content through it, either they provide or they get from somewhere else, or we can help with it. Uh, we put tools inside there for data gathering and all the other online tools and things that they use. Many of the folks that you see around here can all sit inside that firm's app. So it gives them that one environment for their client and they can do a lot with it from there. If they don't have my firm's app, how do they get this information in front of their clients? It's hard, isn't it? Yeah, it's hard. It, it goes through multiple routes, all the obvious stuff by email, through online portals, through um, uh, seminars they might run as a firm, uh, through 
waiting for a client manager to remember to say something or not say something. So if you can centralize it in this one environment and get that communication running, it helps you to leverage all the other good stuff that you've tried to put into your firm in the first instance. Yeah. Just Carl Reader there is live. We're going to interview Carl in a moment. We know Carl really well. Dan, you were talking about your sessions and what the theme is that you've been talking about. Yeah, so the voice of the clients this time. So it's for years and years, we've been doing this 25 years, I've been working with accountants. And uh, so you've got people like me who say stuff, you've got um, suppliers who say stuff, you've got other accountants who say stuff to other accountants. But what does the client have to say? So this today's session was about, I am your client, please tell me what to do. So this was actually, there's a permission to, as a client of an accounting firm, I was able to say, you can talk to us like this. Yeah. It's better when you tell us what to do. Stop waiting for me to ask something or asking me what I might think of something. Say, this is what's best for you, Dan, do it this way. Yeah. Uh, and tomorrow's session is the voice of the client. So we've recorded two small businesses, what they're experiencing, what are their challenges, what happens with their accounts and what's good, what's bad. And I'm hopeful that whomever turns up to that is open for a conversation because we have another panel of great people on there and we'll be talking about it and we'll draw the audience in as well. It's a very novel idea listening to your clients, isn't it? Yeah, catch up. Fancy that. Who'd have thought it? Who'd have thought it? When you look at the vendors out here, they're all investing a lot in their stands. You've been yeah. down that road in the past. You're taking a little break this year sure. as you, you recalibrate my firm's app because I know you've got some big plans. Have you noticed anything different? Have they raised their game down? Are things a little bit sharper? Are they spending more? Is it more tech-driven? What's the observation? I, I think some people have been accruing a bit of budget the last couple of years. That's a fair and, uh, and that's been coming out to yeah. play. So yeah, when you look around, there's uh, yeah, there's some pretty some people who had decent but modest sized stands last year. They've got bigger ones. Yeah. Yeah. Tax count would be a good example. They've got a massive looking stand there. They spent a lot of money. Iris, Sage, Dext, into it. The others, the normal the suspects. Swag quality gone up as well. The freebies on the stand. It seems to be. Yeah, people are still very happy with the swag that's going out. Um, and then the after parties, which is who um, thought we were talking about after parties with accountants, but people are hiring yachts on the Thames and DJs. And then, so, as you say, a lot of budget. A lot of budget. Dan, just closing off. What two or three skills attributes do you feel accountants need over the next few years to develop if they want to stay relevant and competitive? I think accountants will always stay relevant, um, is the first thing. Okay. The, um, the, the challenge is going to be, you know, how, what type of firm do they want to run and, and therefore how do they go about doing that? Uh, there's all the change we've been talking about the last few years of digitization. Well, that sort of change we've been talking about for a long time. All the sort of change we've been talking about with advisory, that change has been spoken about for an even longer amount of time. So the stuff is out there. We know a lot now. It's about, well, can I be intentional with what I'm doing? What type of firm do I want to run? What type of clients do I want to be working with? And then once I've made those sorts of choices, how do I communicate with them? How do I keep them close? How do I simplify their experience of working with me? And how do I take my team with me, if you do have a team, on that journey? Yeah. And for people in your space that are selling to and through accountants, what do you get from something like this? Even just being here, walking the floors, doing the talk, you don't necessarily have to exhibit, but you're not here by accident. No, you learn a lot all the time. You know, if you keep your eyes and your ears open and you talk to people, you're going to learn a lot. And so, uh, you know, like, like yourself and others, you're very well connected around the profession. So you can just walk around here and have more conversations than you have time for, and you always learn stuff. And there's deals to be done amongst the exhibitors and those the, on the industry side of the profession, if you like, and then on the accounting side of the profession. 
excuse me, there's always great stuff to, to be going at uh, with it as well. So, yeah, it's worth coming to these sorts of things. That it really is. We, we've spent a lot of money in these places over the years for a reason, and we will do again next year. Great. Well, as one of the best-dressed men at Caltex, Dan, it's great to chat to you. <laughs> Likewise. Thanks, Rob. It's day two, and I'm thrilled to be on the Jest Online stand Hi. with Jomi Giacomo. Hello. Hi, Rob. And you've been to Accountex before, haven't you? Yes, um, we've been in Accountex in 2019, and then also Accountex Manchester uh, last year. So. But this is a big one, isn't it? Yes, is this bigger than before, one. as yes, you remember? Yes. Yes, it's big. Uh, just yesterday we had an amazing day. It's uh, great to see people back uh, after two years of absence. So it's been great. We had a great day yesterday and I think today is going to be the same. So we are Tell us happy. about what Jest Online do. So we are a French editor, um, a software editor for auditors. Um, we are uh, in France and we've been in the market for 20 years now, being one of the leading in the European markets now. So we decided to move forward and go to the international market by launching two solutions, Remodit and eCircuit, especially for the international market. So it's been since 2019, uh, 2018, sorry, and we continue our development. We're really happy because uh, we're moving forward and it's great. And how does the French accounting market, the Spanish accounting market differ to the UK one? Actually, um, France, we have a specific uh, standards of auditing. So in order for us to adapt to the international market, we have a network of 20 external consultants that help us to make sure that our solutions are compliance with international standards of auditing. Also for the UK, we have also a partnership with uh, the HAT uh, group methodology. So we are implementing the methodology on Dream Audit in order to make it compliant even more for the UK. Now, your stand was very busy yesterday, lots yes, of conversations. What was the biggest thing you learned yesterday? Actually, uh, as it's my first time uh, in the biggest uh, Accountex uh, in London, it was like really, really crowded at one moment. It was like you couldn't even uh, stand five minutes. <laughs> so it was a surprise for me. Um, we, we have these events in France, so it's a little bit different because in France, as we are one of the leaders, uh, it's normal. But uh, in the UK, it's like the first time that we see a lot and lot more, more people getting interested in our solution, so it's great. Yes, and you're not here just talking to new customers, you're talking to other vendors and yes. strategic partners. How important is that for It's you? really important, especially when you are implementing your solutions to a different market. For example, we've been talking to other vendors to do partnerships uh, with other accounting software in order to uh, communicate uh, our solutions to other accounting software. So it's great because here you have all of them, so you have in one place and you can uh, move forward with other partnerships. Now, you know the accounting world. What skills, what knowledge do you feel accountants must develop in the next few years to be competitive and relevant? Yes, especially in, as we are focused in, in audit, audit yes. um, auditors uh, need to know that change is already here. So they need to adapt to get new technology. It's really important because especially with auditing, as the regulation changes, there are more pressures for auditors and even clients are demanding more and more technology. 
So auditors uh, need to go ahead, uh, embrace the digital transformation, do not be afraid of that because uh, I see that some auditors think uh, going digital, it means uh, it's going to be expensive, uh, we don't have the resources for it, but do not worry, there are different vendors in the market. I'm sure they can, they can find a solution that can fit for their needs and their budget. What excites you most about the next few years with audit? Um, the, the, the good thing is that, as I said, auditing is evolving more and more. Um, there are new challenges and there are new technologies coming up, so we, we ourselves also need to adapt to make sure that our customers are going to be really into the digital uh, transformation and in real time. So I'm excited to see uh, what's coming uh, in the next uh, month and the next year for auditors and just to make sure that we can respond to the needs of, of the clients and prospects. Well, it's great talking to you today. Enjoy day two. Yes, yes. So I'm really excited. We'll see what day two has for us and we'll continue. Context day two, I'm here with Lee Stallard of Chicago. Lee, hello. Hey Rob, how you doing? Hey, do you survive day one? Uh, just about, yeah. I sort of collapsed at the end of that. I didn't make it to any parties or anything like that. But I did survive, it was a very good day. Now you've done a few of these before, haven't you? Are you yeah. an Accountex veteran? I was, yeah, I did the first Accountex at Olympia. Wow. All the way you back don't look old enough for that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm only 25 really, so what sales this year. Wow, what was your biggest insight from yesterday? A lot of people at this stand, a lot of conversations. Yeah. What came out for you? The appetite, I think, for people to just go and explore again. There weren't many people with agendas around, you know, what do you do, what is this, how do we solve this problem? It was just a genuine opportunity, I think, for people to explore and see what's out there, which is great for us because a lot of people know the name but don't necessarily know what we do really well. Um, so it's just a great opportunity to show them what we do and, and yeah, it's a great day. Well, what do Satago do really well? So what we do really well is inform accountants which of their clients are struggling with their debtors. We give them a dashboard so they can look at that at a top level, really drill down, find the clients that have got an issue, and then we've got a suite of tools in the product that can then help them solve that. So we just make the accountant the hero. What does that mean for the accountant? It means for the accountant a couple of things. First, being the hero for the client is always, always a good thing, right? The second thing is that the more risk that an accountant's clients have got in their debtor book, the more cash flow issues those clients might have, and the more risky the debtor book of the accountant then becomes. So there's a bit of self-preservation in there, but of course accountants want to help their clients, that's why they became accountants in the first place. So seeing those opportunities, having the tools to fix them, it's great things. Yeah, now you're head of accountancy, it sounds really grand. Is it as glamorous <laughs> as it sounds? It's amazing, yeah, I've got a fantastic team of people around me, uh, a business that's got a real appetite to go and serve accountants, uh, and I just get to have a bit of a hand on the tiller and try and steer the direction a little bit, but it's fantastic. Well, you've got a lovely stand here. You've clearly invested in it. It's not cheap. You have yep. all your people here. How do you go about measuring the success of an event like Accountex? It's tricky. So the first, you've got kind of clear metrics, like how many leads have you got, how many people have been at the stand, those sorts of things. Um, the other stuff that's more difficult to measure is the brand impact. So being around, seeing people. We've spoken to existing partners as well, which obviously don't count as existing leads. So there's a few different things that we're tracking, uh, but on all the metrics we're looking at, we're really happy with, uh, with what we've got from the two days. And it's not just new prospects, new leads you're thinking out here. I guess your existing customers are coming to talk to you and say hello. Absolutely, yeah. Well, everybody knows, like we've talked about it so much, everyone's been out of action for, for two years and been locked down and things like that. So, <laughs> hey, how you doing? 
<laughs> we're live. This is what happens when we're live. And, and Lee, partnerships are important for you as well. Yep, so absolutely. you're talking to other vendors. What kind of vibe are you getting from them about serving accountants? Everyone just wants to create a great, compelling reason to, uh, to do interesting things for clients, right? We know it's a, a noisy space. There's lots of different things that accountants can do. And so some of the interesting conversations we've had is about partnering up with other brands and talking about how can we build a cohesive story that an accountant can take away and take to their clients. So talking about cash flow forecasting and Satara together, talking about payments into target together, covering that entire cash flow conversation, yeah. taking that to an accountant so they haven't got to do the hard work of going around a thousand products trying to it's figure a bit out more what joined up, Lee, isn't it? Exactly. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. And from what you get talking to accountants, what do you feel are the key skills, attributes they're going to need over the next few years to stay relevant and competitive? It is challenging. I think not losing the core skills is, is really, really important. There's so many voices that are telling accountants, you've got to do this, you've got to do that, you've got to do the other. You've it can got to be easy. code, you've got to be advisors. 100%. Uh, so let's not lose what they're good at already, right? So that's the first thing. Um, I think being open-minded about opportunities and solving things for clients is really, really important, but generally accounts are pretty good at that anyway. The, the thing that's that's a massive theme for me is the, is the ability to lead change through an organisation. It's a huge, huge topic because no one teaches that. When you go through AC, ACCA or ACA, you do the qualification, no one teaches you about leading people through difficult times. And so building capabilities to change and adapt the organisation around different ideas, different technologies, different goals, those are really, really important skills. I think that are going to be critical in the next few years. Last question, Lee. What excites you most about what's coming up for the next few years? What excites me most? I just You're a passionate guy anyway. Oh, I am, yeah. There's so many things. To narrow it down to one is, is tricky, but I just think there's just an, a, a, an enormous amount of opportunity for small businesses, critically, to be served via accountants. And that then is opportunities for accountants to just do loads of interesting stuff. But change will keep happening. We'll see more with crypto, with more sustainability accounting, and, and like all other things that need to come through. Um, and those accountants that can kind of surf those waves and find ways to add value to clients will, will absolutely rise to the top and loads of opportunities for them. Lee Starr, it's been great talking to you. So, thanks. Targa, thanks so much. Likewise, thanks, Rob. Cheers. <laughs>it's Accountex Day 1, Rob Brownie, and I'm here with Nick Burr from Tolly. We've got your stand right at the back there, B-U-R-R, and Nicholas. Is that what your mother calls you, Nick? Well, she, she did do, yeah. But, um, okay. Well, no, it was Burn, B-Y-R-N-E. B-Y-R-N-E, Nick Burn. Yeah. Got you. Yeah. How excited are you to be here? Because we've been out of the game for a couple of years, haven't we? Yeah, no, yeah, it's very exciting. So, yeah, we used to come here all the time. It's been a few years that so we haven't been here, so, so it's good to get everyone back together and see how the profession are doing. How important is Accountex in your calendar, Nick? So, I mean, we do a lot of our own events. This is like the only real big event that we do that is okay. like our own, our own branded thing. So it's going to be good for us to broaden our, our reach within the market and get out there and see people who don't normally come to our own events. And what are your key objectives for something like this? Clearly, you've got a decent stand here that you've invested a lot in with your people and your brand. How do you measure success for something like this? So the success around this is it's all around engagement. So I wanted to know like, how many people we talked to. So we have the, the theatre that we're sponsoring just over the way there. Yeah. Um, we have people speaking at it. Um, will you so be speaking at there as well? I won't be speaking at it. No, Melissa okay. will be. Um, well, that's a tax and compliance theatre, and uh, that's very much your brand, isn't it? Tax Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, so tax and accountancy is very much our brand. You know, we see ourselves as the, the definitive voice of tax law in the UK. 
You're not just with accountants though, you are across different sectors or is it purely accountants? No, no, no. So, um, so we're with law firms as well and also in-house and universities. Yeah. How has the game changed over the last couple of years? Because Covid has rewritten the rules, Nick, hasn't it? It has massively, yeah. So, I mean, our business is over 100 years old and we started off with print. Um, obviously, wow. print is... Back in the day. Back in the day, yeah. <laughs> print has been in decline for quite some time now. Um, we still do a fair amount of business in print, but uh -huh. Covid has really accelerated the move to online, both for our traditional research business, but also for our learning business as well, because we're the, the market leaders for teaching tax qualifications in the UK. Mm -hmm. um, and before Covid times, the vast majority of our students would come to us in the classroom, whereas now the vast majority of them are actually studying online. Toll is an international brand though, isn't it? You're not just based in the UK, are you? Are you global? Or are you... So, so LexisNexis is a global brand. Okay. Tolly is very much UK-centric. Okay, so um, you're underneath LexisNexis. Yeah, absolutely, yeah, okay. yeah. But we, um, but we do sell Tolly products around the world because, you know, obviously as the, the, the legal system around the world, a lot of it is Commonwealth-based, so it's based on the UK legal system. Sure. So, so a lot of the Tolly products are very relevant in, in um, Commonwealth and ex-Commonwealth countries. And it's hard enough for accountants to keep on top of all the tax changes, regulations, compliance and everything else, you guys must be at the bleeding edge with a team of researchers and everything else you do being at the very edge of it. Yeah, absolutely, that's right. I mean, we've got about 20 in-house uh, technical writers who uh, spend all day, every day, wow. keeping on top of the latest changes, what's happening in all the latest cases to make sure that um, all of our uh, information is absolutely up to the minute relevant. And, uh, and very simply, Nick, how do you make it easier for accountants who are overwhelmed and overloaded with all these things going on, how do you make it easier for them to know what they need to know to serve their clients? Well, so, I mean, we have a number of different products to do it, but, I mean, at the end of the day, the UK legislation is about 40,000 words long, so no one can know. Really? Yeah, so Goodness no one can know me. all of it. It's absolutely <laughs> impossible. So what we do is we provide... Um, really easy to use tools and services so that when some people need to know something they can easily okay. log in, do a quick search and be served up with the information that they need at a point in time because it's impossible for anyone to know everything. Is it like Google for tax and compliance? Absolutely, yeah, yeah, yeah. You can use that. Oh, you probably use that already. <laughs> what kind of things will people be asking you on your stand over the next couple of days? Um, so we're going to be asking us to um, have a look at our research platforms but also something I can't access that's really um, key for us is around um, the qualification side of things. Okay. So we have a lot of people coming that are thinking if you know maybe they've done an accountancy qualification already and they're thinking about doing a tax qualification to go alongside it yeah. and they come and talk to us about that. That's quite often the way in for a lot of our users. We like to think of ourselves as a kind of cradle to grave provider where we train people up and then they go on to use our services once they qualify. Yeah. Do you then integrate with the professional associations, the other regulatory bodies and institutes? Yeah absolutely. So we, we Because they set a lot of the exams as well. Yeah yeah done. absolutely. So so the CIOT and AT the exam setters that we provide the training for. Um, so, so they're very much the exam setters and we work with them. We create the learning materials that will train people to, to be able to pass the exams in their setting. But we have, we have a quite a close working relationship with them. Yeah. So, yeah. What do you feel are the key skills and attributes that accounting professionals are going to need over the next few years to compete and be successful? So that's a really interesting question because the, the world is changing quite rapidly. A lot of people talk about um, making tax digital and how that's going to kind of yes. fundamentally change the market. 
I mean, I think eventually it will be, but it's going to take a while to get there. Right. But something that um, is creating new types of jobs um, where people who are um, like coders and are, they can write Python scripts and things yeah, like that. The it's geeks. Well, yeah, yeah, as well as being tax technical, they're going to be able to command huge salaries. Wow. And when I'm talking to like, kind of young people who are not sure what direction to go down, I say, if you've got any interest in technology at all and tax, put the two together, learn your coding, learn your tax, because those jobs, there's not going to be that many people who can do both things. Those jobs are going to command huge premiums, and they're going to be like the superstars of the tax world. In the wow, we've got 25,000 listeners to our Accounting Influencers <laughs> podcast, and they're all little buttons clicking yeah. in their head Nick, to say, I need to maybe change trajectory yeah. with my career. But you're obviously calling it now. Yeah. Tax compliance is going to be a, a, a more important issue as time goes on. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, if you look across the globe where, you know, um, a lot of automations happened already. So like the Netherlands, for example, they've, they've have been way down the road on making tax digital, way ahead of us. Right. Um, but the amount of compliance work they do has actually increased. You know, right. it's, it's not been a, a death knell for the compliance industry at all. But because people are getting real-time information, they're getting information, um, you know, much more accurate information, and they're not having to do all of the fiddling around with receipts and shoeboxes. It means that they're having to go to that compliance work regularly, like multiple times a year, but they're able to do a lot more with it. And if they can employ technology or tools or processes on top of that that enable you to gather insights that you can feed to your clients. And instead of giving them advice a year in arrears, you're able to give them advice in real time. It'd be much more valuable to them. So they kind of come back to you. So we see that the compliance work and the advisory work that follows off from it, it only increases as the more you adopt the technology and the more that tax becomes digital. It's fascinating to hear you say that because I've got to touch on this. There are people in this big hall here today who will have the compliance advisory debate. Yeah. They won't necessarily say compliance instead, but we know with this downward pressure on compliance fees and evaporation of margins and everything else, as it becomes less valued by the client, but it's not going away, is it? And you're seeing it's going to be ever more important for accountants. Absolutely. I mean, it's certainly not going away because the compliance work is always going to need to be done. Right. And a lot of the public, you know, they're not comfortable doing it. Even if, even if you had a robot that did everything perfectly for them, they wouldn't understand what the robot is saying. They wouldn't have the confidence to sign on it and say that I'm confirming that this is legally correct. Right. So you know, they need an advisor. So if all they're doing is to look it over and say that the machine is correct and that's right. Um, but it's, the advisor's going to be doing much more for that because they're going to be um, putting the systems in, in place to, to do that automation. So they're almost going to be like kind of consultants around compliance. Instead of doing the compliance for them, like in terms of the receipts, they're going to be putting the processes in place to make sure that it all happens and it all works and signing off that it is accurate. And then on top of that, they can then go on to sell further value-added services. You look passionate about this, Nick. You I make am. tax and compliance sound really, really exciting. Well, so as our mugs say, <laughs> Tax is sexy. Oh, we like that. <laughs> Exhibit A, bit of swag from Tolly. But yeah, you're passionate about this. Yeah, this yeah, is absolutely. still very much on brand for accountants. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, we are, we are very passionate about making tax. Like, so our, our, our mission is to make tax simple for all. Because yeah. um, you know, it is, going back to what I said earlier, you know, 40,000 words of legislation plus, it's massively complicated. Lots of it's written in archaic Latin. <laughs> it's not easy for people to understand. Yeah. And, you know, we are passionate about making it easy for people yeah. to understand and to be able to support their clients and really make a success of themselves and their clients' businesses. Now, Tolly's been around hundreds of years. Some of your people here might be Accountex virgins. Yes. Being sure. What have you told them to prepare for what's coming up these next 48 hours? <laughs> told them to be very busy. Because you've been <laughs> here before, haven't you? I've you've been done here, this. I've been here since the first one, so I've been every year. Um, and yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's really, really busy. You know, we have ebbs and flows, obviously. 
when the, this theatre fills up. It started already. Yeah, it has started already. Yes. As soon as that theatre finishes, we tend to find people just swamping over. You've so got a great comes, spot yeah, here. So it comes in kind of waves. So yeah. we say when it's when people are talking there, that's our moment to catch our breath because as soon as they stop talking, we're all going to be very focused. Yeah. Last question, Nick. Yeah. What are you most excited about for the next few years for Tolly and the accounting world? So I think it's um, going down the, the, the route of digitisation. I think that, you know, the, the HMRC and the government have got a key role to play with, um, with making tax digital. But I think more than that, I think you know, the technology houses, uh, the challenger banks, people like that, are going to be really driving huge changes. And I'm really excited to see how we can kind of work with them to kind of integrate our information into people's workflows. Accounting Influencers Broadcast Network presents UK Matters in Accounting with Rob Brown and Martin Bissett. Sponsored by Accountex.